Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Here, Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN, mm. and uh, it's been a long. What was that? That was. What are you doing over there? Just waking up. What's that sound? That's the sound <laughs> you make when you're waking up. That's Jeez. it. That's the one. My goodness. So <laughs> it's, it's nine in the morning on AM radio. You can't be making sounds like that. Well, you know, I didn't know the mic was on, Brian. That's <laughs> when I'm still learning, learning how to use the studio. Um, it is, uh, the day after that Bills game that I know a lot of people were staying up for. So, you know, if that's, I'm, uh, like I said yesterday, I'm usually in bed by around kickoff of that Monday night game. So I, it got to like quarter to eight and, you know, my wife and I were both looking at each other like, man, it's, it's still got half an hour before this game even starts. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's late. You know, we're, we're ready for bed. What's going on? But, you know, stuck through it. And, you know, not going to lie, if the Bills would have pulled ahead, you know, if we would have scored a touchdown on that drive before Tennessee scored again. Yes. Probably would have called it an early night. You know, probably. it's in yeah. the bag and, you know, let's go get a few minutes of extra sleep, but stuck with it till what was kind of a bitter end. Yeah. It stinks. Just, you know, I mean, maybe I was too confident. Maybe I'm too optimistic. They go for it on fourth and short. Not only do I think Josh Allen's getting the first down, I think Josh Allen's ending up in the end zone. And uh, so that was uh, was a tough one to watch. But, you know, the Bills still uh, still the, one of the best teams in the NFL. And, uh, you know, after this bye week, I expect uh, the winning ways to continue. It's I said this before this morning. It's kind of funny because you'd think – I'd be used to like a tough loss like that, you know, close game loss. We've had enough of them over uh, the years, yeah. right? But especially I mean, on it, Monday night, it's just something different when the team's actually good. Right, you know, it hits you a little yeah. bit harder. Matters just a, a little bit more. But I, I do like the ups and downs of y- you gotta you gotta ride with the team, right? I mean, a, a season isn't as fun. If they just steamroll everybody else, you know, we've talked about how easy of a ride they have with their schedule. I mean, they play a lot of bad teams as opposed to some of the other top teams in the league. It's not as fun if you just kind of roll right through everybody. Right. Um, you know, I'm, it, it, it's great if they did that, but, you know, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flow, the emotion, I mean, that's that's sports. That's what makes it a good time. Yeah, and we said it. They're going to lose a few games along the way. Um, this wasn't one I wanted. I was really hoping for kind of a get back for last year. But, you know, hey, it, it, it is what it is. It was an exciting game right down to the end. 
Um, but it's time to regroup and 12 days from now, back on the field. I still look for you know payback every time we play Tennessee for the uh, forward pass yes, all those yes. years ago. I mean, that's still – and to see them try and pull it out again on the field – I, it triggered me a little bit when they played uh, pregame. I was going to say I saw your tweet from <laughs> they. You know they were going through. It was like ten minutes all about the forward pass. They were um, fishing, talking about the forward pass. Yeah, and you know kept going on. I'm like, all right, you know now I'm up for this game. Now I'm ready. And then they tried it in the game on a punt return, Tennessee, and I lost it. I it just it hit a chord. It hit a nerve deep inside me that I thought I was over it. You know with the playoff wins last year. I guess I'm not. No. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. So when they did that, I said, I want to bury this team. It made the loss kind of sting even more. It'll take a lot to get over that, Brian, because as, as, as Western New Yorkers, we sat on that for 16 seasons. So we mm-hmm. relived that 16 seasons. Every time they talked about the last time the Bills were in the playoffs, yeah. they would show that play. So, that yes, it, was, it last year, last season, very nice to get to the AFC Championship, uh, but when you sit on that for 16 seasons, when you're shown that every time they talk yeah. about your your playoff drought, I want to play him again, over. don't you? I want oh, to yeah. play him again. I oh, just, yeah. <laughs> it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I just want to beat him. I'd love I, to get him right here in Orchard Park. I would, that would be great. Uh, hopefully it happens. But, yeah, that loss yesterday and what everybody's talking about is the end of the game and the play and the decision to go for it when you could have, you know, kicked a field goal. Nothing's a guarantee, by the way. You know, you could have. Could have missed a field goal, uh, but you could have yep. attempted what would have been an easy field goal to, you know, potentially send the game into overtime. And they decide to go for it. And we've been asking people, and I am jo- I, I, maybe I shouldn't be stunned because we've talked about this before when it comes to other topics. You know, I I think we've kind of we hit on this almost every time that we talk about COVID in some way, shape, or form. And I look at WBEN.com. We have the Raylax uh, Honda Buffalo web pool. And you uh, go there and you see, all right, should the Bills have gone for it? And the poll is 50-50. Yeah. And I'm, I kind of can't believe that, you know, half of the people are saying we should not have gone for it, you know, gone to win the game at the end there. But maybe I shouldn't be surprised because that mentality of, well, we could have just kicked a field goal and then we would have went to overtime and then we would have played it safe. You know, it's that safetyist mentality that we talk about in so many other walks of life. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised that a lot of people carry that over into the games that they watch. But you should also take the situation of the game into account when you answer this poll. Tennessee scored on every drive in the second half. I see. I don't even. I don't even think you need to start there. I mean, that's part of it, sure. But I just, you know, look at that situation right there. Yes. I mean, look at this. Like, apply it to. Imagine that's you in your job. You know, if you're one of the Bills players, and I think we heard um, every single player who was asked about it after the game last night said. Yeah, you know, I I would do it again 100%, put the ball in Josh Allen's hands, and, you know, let's go for it. It didn't happen, but I I agree with the coach on his decision. And of course they would, because just imagine you're Sean McDermott on the sideline, you decide to kick a field goal there, which, you know, five years ago or so, um, I think every coach would have done. 
that's it's just the mentality that coaches had, you know, anything to avoid being criticized. Right. But now I think, you know, more you'd be criticized if you don't go for it uh, by, you know, a lot of people in the media. Uh, you put yourself in that situation. You have a yard, not, even, not a yard and a half, a foot and a half yeah. to go to, you know, probably win the game. You know, if you make that first down, your chances are good to punch it into the end zone. You got four tries to do so. You're telling your players, hey, I know you're professionals out there. I know everyone's saying you're the best team in the league. I know our quarterback is, you know, he's like an MVP candidate. He's one of the best players in the NFL. But I, I'm not sure if I trust you to travel a foot and a half with this football. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine saying that as a boss or, you know, a manager in any situation or the head coach on the sideline? And then put yourself in the player's shoes. I mean, it would be I'm, – I'm trying to think of a, a good comparison. But it's – I don't know. It's like something in the workplace. Something simple or essential to the job needs to be done. Something that you do every day and your boss coming around and saying – yeah, but we really need it done this time, so we're just not we're not going to do it like that. We'll just you know have the machine take over or something right. like that, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> that trust, and that's what you want. You want to at the end of the day saying, "Hey, we can control this. This is something you've been trained to do. This is something I'm going to empower you to do. So go out there and do it." And I'd make that decision. You know, 10 out of 10 times, uh, every single time, uh, even after what happened last night. It didn't happen. That's sports. I mean, right. that's life. Sometimes it goes your way. Sometimes you slip and you miss out. But I, I can't believe that 50% of people on the poll are saying, no, you know, it would have been better. Play it safe. Then maybe you get to overtime and then maybe you get the ball again. Instead of, you know, to me, play it safe is just – Try and move a foot and a half, right? Yeah. You know, instead of uh, waiting on a coin toss, and you know, oh, by the way, before that coin toss, you have to kick the ball to the Tennessee Titans with a few seconds left. I've seen that <laughs> movie before. Yes, I've seen how it ends. Uh, but you know, and then what's your chances of winning a coin toss? Fifty percent. What's your chances of Josh Allen making that play? By the way, if you look 90%. at ninety percent, ninety-two percent, ninety-two percent. He's made it thirteen out of fourteen times before. So you figure that ninety-two percent chance he's going to make it. A 50% chance you win a coin toss, and then, Joe, as you mentioned, your defense hasn't stopped anything. Right. I mean, you you hope that at the very, at the most, Tennessee scores a field goal, so then Josh Allen gets the gets the ball back in overtime. Too many maybes, but you know, Brian, I look at the 50-50, and you know the same people that say um, they wouldn't, oh, I'd play it safe, if they did play it safe, and then Tennessee won it in overtime. Well, why didn't they go for it there? It was only a foot and a half on fourth down. Yeah, I do think a lot of it's hindsight, yes. right? I mean, when it doesn't work out, you're going to have it. If it does work out... It was a great decision. No, yeah, nobody's second-guessing. Nobody would be willing to say, oh, well, I actually would have kicked a field goal there, and then we could have went to <laughs> overtime, and, you yeah. know, nobody's going to say that after the fact. So I think it's just, uh, you know, it's part of that hindsight thing. But I also, I, I can't imagine going through life with that mentality, it, you know, it's, it's not just a football thing. It's not just something that happened in in last night's game. It's that idea that, you know, oh well, I, I mean, we're taking. And by the way, it's not even that big of a risk. You know, they put all these numbers on football now. 
all the numbers would point to you have a better chance of winning the game if you, you do go for it instead of, you know, do the what I think a lot of people would think is the traditional or conservative thing and kick the field goal and take it to overtime and do all that kind of stuff. So I don't even know if going for it, taking a risk is the right way to really phrase it. Taking a risk would be kicking the field goal and leaving it up to chance if you're going to see the ball again. But, you know, to look back here and look at last night, and you see all the fans who were there in Nashville wearing Josh Allen jerseys, and, you know, to think of all the love he gets from Western New York, and you're eating the cereal, and you're using his hot sauce, and, you know, you're wearing his shirt and everything, and, you know, he's this great player to see 50% of fans on that poll. And I don't know what the actual number is if you were to poll every Bills fan out here in Western New York, but that even a small percentage would say, ah, I don't trust that guy to get a yard and a half or, you know, a foot and a half. So I keep saying a yard and a half. It wasn't even that much. I mean, that's just amazing to me after seeing everything that that guy has done. And I, I don't understand the mentality of just, you know, saying hold back, hold up, play it safe and, and you know. Uh, try and uh, do the traditional way of doing things. Can't always play it safe, you know. You've got to take risks and you got to take a chance in life. And uh, Brian, there's times I'm sure you can look back at things you've done, or I can. I know I can look back at things I've done and say, eh, you know what, I should have done at what at the time I thought was the more risky thing instead of just playing it safe. Who knows what would have happened in that situation? We can all look back and say stuff like that in life, as you said, at work, um, where maybe you did the safe thing and. Not maybe didn't cost your job, but maybe it cost you that promotion you were looking for. 803-0930. If you want to join us here on BMAS and Beamer, you can send us a text to our Volkswagen Orchard Park text board, or you can give us a call, 803-0930, here on WBEN. I, I, I am just amazed to see that 50-50 split on that decision to go for it at the end of the day. And, I again... It, if you're not going for it in that situation, when are you? When are you? Yeah. When are you going for it, right? I mean, when are you uh, taking that chance and that leap and deciding to, you know, right, uh, not back up? Uh, text coming into our text board, someone saying, you know, uh, isn't the proof in the pudding they lost? I, I, I guess uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Um, but if they and, the- and look at this, and somebody else trying to say, all right, the Titans saw that play coming from a mile away. It wasn't the right call to do that specific play. Listen, again, every other time you've ran it, they see the play coming from a mile yep. away. The idea is you got a horse back there as a quarterback, and he's going to pound it through, right? He's going to make it happen. Thanksgiving two years ago, he fumbled the ball on that play and then picked it up and still made it happen right. and, exactly. and pushed forward. Why would you not trust that guy? I mean, what what else does he have to show you to be like, you know what, go for it. And even if we don't get it, I would still put it on your shoulders and go yep. for it Next again. Next time we're in that situation, do the exact same thing. I mean, that's what you want. That's what we've been asking for. And you look at Bill's teams in the past, how many years where it's just been coach after coach is – you know, uh, we don't. We'll, we'll take a field goal here. We'll see what our chances are in overtime. Oh, uh, we'll punt the ball away here. You know, we don't. I'll never get criticized for punting the ball away. We'll kind of, you know, take these little things. And where did it get you for right. a decade plus? Right. Nowhere. You know, you're mediocre in the middle of the league, and that's what happens. And finally, you know, we got a guy who's going to say, "Listen, we got a good team here. We got good players. 
I trust you. I go for it. I feel like that's everything you want in a boss and in a leader. You go out and do it. I right. believe in you. And you know what? It didn't happen. It doesn't always go your way. I think nine times out of ten, it does go our way. It, if you ran that play again, who knows what's going to But it probably goes the Bills way. It's an outlier that it doesn't. And at the end of the day, I think you still have the respect of everyone in that room who said, you know what? He trusted in me, you know, and, and he would make that decision again. And we got our, each other's backs in here instead of, you know, looking at somebody and saying, ah, I don't know, you know, uh, if we if we don't make it, it might look bad. It might take some criticism, stuff like that. I just feel like that's the wrong way to look at that kind of and stuff. And how does that make the how, – how would that make – like you said, how would that make the players feel? Oh, our coach is uneasy about putting us out there on fourth and a foot. What's that say about us? What's that say about his belief in, in us as a team? So I think it shows great respect for the players, and in turn, the players have great respect for the coach. And like Brian said, they'll ha- if they had that play ten more times, the next nine times they're getting that first down mm-hmm. or maybe even a touchdown. A lot of people weighing in. You can too, 803 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. You know, back and forth. Someone uh, up at the top saying it's the right call. He slipped. Someone missed a block. You know, already. But the coach finally has some uh, uh, chutzpah. You know, what do, what do you say there? You know, Good way to put it. It's, uh, <laughs> finally has a, a little bit there to, uh, you know, to really make it up for it. Somebody sent you make those calls at the beginning or in the middle of the game, not at the end when you can tie it up. That doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, no. if you're going to do it at one point, then you do it at another point. Yeah. Where it happens in the game doesn't matter. Your chance of winning goes down if you kick the field goal. If you go for it and get the first down, your chance of winning just skyrocketed. You're, you actually have a better chance when you go for it than kicking the field goal because, like you said, it, it, it becomes a 50-50, maybe even like a 60-40 because yeah. you give them the ball with 20 seconds left. You still got to make the field goal, too. That's true. I mean, that's I mean, you're still taking a chance there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, do you go through life in every aspect like that, looking at the worst possible outcome? I, I mean, I certainly wasn't thinking. I'm watching that game last night, and I'm thinking one thing. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> Let's get this game over with. Uh, so maybe that's why I didn't want to kick in and go to overtime. But anyways, uh, I, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking one thing. Like, all right, let's go. For, we're going to pound it through. Yeah. I'm not thinking like, oh, man, you know, uh, what if we don't get it? I, I I just don't have that. And at the end, we didn't get it. And it's like, ah, you know, that, that stinks. You know, I'm sitting here, hey, it stinks. I don't want to lose that game. No. I lose to Tennessee. Not that I game. hate now. They're one of my least favorite teams. But I'm not going into it with the mindset that I feel like a lot of people have. You, you walk into things with the mindset that the worst possible thing is going to happen. And that's, I don't think that's a very healthy way of looking at life, right? I mean, you go into that, and let's even say that everything is 50-50. Okay. Even though it's not, right? We've determined with the math from the smart people uh, who watch football and those Amazon stats and everything else that the math is on your side if you have a better chance of winning the game at the end if you go for it right there. Okay. And then it's a 50-50 shot if you take the field goal. But let's pretend both are 50-50. Okay. I I mean, do you want to just walk into this and and think of the worst potential outcome for either thing, you know, beforehand when you're making that decision? Or do you want to think on the positive side? Do you want to believe in people? Do you want to reward people who have a track record now of delivering 
like those people on the field did last night, like Josh Allen did. You forget the play before. The guy is sending his body into the air, diving, barely missing that marker for a first down. He could have got it the play before. I mean, do you want to reward that track record of success and playing well and giving it your all? Or do you want to say, "Eh, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I've seen before. I, you know, we'll just play it safe in my mind. I want to take it out of your hands. Well, I was going to say in life, you know, maybe sometimes everything isn't the the safe choice. You know, okay, put it in someone else's hands. I always want the choice that's going to give me the control, right? In life, I want the the one that, hey, I'm going to put the game or whatever situation in life, I'm going to put that in my hands. I'm not going to take the safe and hand it off to someone else. I'm going to take control. I'm going to be the one. If this fails, it's on me. It's not because someone else beat me. If it's 50-50 either way, you'd rather have the ball in your hands yes. at the end of the day than say, at, you know, if it doesn't work out at the end, yeah, it's on you. But if it doesn't work out in the end, at least you can say, I had the opportunity to make the difference yep. and not, well, I left it up to somebody else. And Quite honestly, everybody who's uh, chiming in saying it was I got another one. It was foolish, inadvisable to go for a touchdown. That's how you win football games is uh, you go for the touchdown and you go for it and yep. you have a little bit of chutzpah, right? You have uh, uh, something in there in your gut to uh, you know take a stand, right? Man's game. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, if you're not doing that, I mean, what are you what are you doing? Not just in football, in any uh, part of life. Beamaz and Beamer, hey, weigh in, 803-0930 on WBEM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, yes, back here on News Radio 930 WBEN talking about taking that risk, taking that chance instead of just taking the safe way out. As we saw in the Bills game yesterday on fourth and a foot and a half, the Bills go for it, which would have been an almost assured win if they get that first down instead of going with the safe play of kicking the field goal and putting the ball back in the Titans' hands for overtime. Uh, trying to relate that to life situations, Brian. Yeah, I, you know, it's almost, we love to kind of frame it that way, right? But, like, what what makes the one thing the safe play? Like, we always, it, it all, that's like kind of the traditional way of thinking. Well, you know, you play it safe, you take the field goal, and what. But how That's the is mindset? How, it's the mindset, but how is that still the? Somehow we still have that terminology, but it's not true at all, right? No. I, I mean, that. What about that? Is playing it safe? There's nothing about it playing it safe. You're just kind of like playing longer. It's right. right? It's Maybe. like. It's, I mean, look at the field goal alone. We're a week removed from the worst statistical extra point uh, day of extra points in the NFL. It's so, not technically the safest play. But but not even the field goal, just like going to overtime. You know, what's your chance of winning there? Like 50-50? Is that safe? It's based on a coin flip, basically. I, you know, to call that the safe play instead yeah. of getting a foot the safe play. You know, you would think that that would be the safe play. You got the best quarterback in the league who's maybe one of the best at quarterback sneaks in the league, and you got to get a foot. I would think that's a pretty safe play. Yeah. Um, I would know, have said that on fourth and just one. Just if you ask me, but we're kind of in the mindset, right? Um, that no, oh, it's the safe way. I really think the the way to um, you know look at that is it's the it's the way to extend it. Yes, right. It's we're not going to immediately lose on one decision. Good way to put it. You know, you're not going to be able to just pick out one play where the game was won or lost. We're just going to extend the game a little bit, and that way it just takes the heat off everybody. It's I don't know. It's like. Being at uh, you know a craps table or something, and you have a pile of chips, and you're not a good player, and so you know you're going to lose it anyway. <laughs> but you're like, well, if I only bet one chip at a time instead of putting them all in there, I'll be here longer. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to extend <laughs> the action, and you know I can't point to that one roll of the dice right. that really put me on one side of it or another. We we're, not, we're not all Joe Beamer who takes the whole stack and says, seven, let's go. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, you know, that might not be the safe way or the, the best analogy, but it kind of feels that way. And th- that's really how we should be talking about these situations. Right. It, not in terms of, oh, this is the safe option. It's just the more uh, traditional option. It's the one people are a little more comfortable with. It seems like you're not, you know, putting your neck out, and you're not putting your neck out there in the same way, but it's not actually safer or, you know, more assured of anything um, other than 
the game might go a little bit longer. Right. You know, and that's kind of strange we still talk about it in the one way. Uh, we'll go to Ken in uh, Cheektowaga. Ken, you're on WBEN. What are you thinking this morning? Hey, guys. First off, I love your show. I'm so glad you guys got an hour to yourselves. It was fantastic. Joe, congratulations. Um, you know what? I think everything was moving in the direction to make that play. You had Feliciano back. You had Josh made that amazing attempt to get the first down, getting that, sh- you know, that short on it. You got to go for it. You're giving the kid, you know, a hell of a contract. Your team has marched down the field each time they've had the ball. You got to go for it. You know, like you said in life, you want to keep it in your hands. You know, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna go for the gusto, if you're gonna get the great rewards. It's got to be in your hands, your control. And I think that just shows, like you said, the confidence that uh, McDermott has in that team to make those tough plays. And I think you're right. Nine out of ten times, they're making that play and they're going in. Yeah. Hey, Ken, appreciate the call. Appreciate Ken, you. Uh, you listening. Um, yeah, I, I. That's the way I think you look at. You look at it in life and in football, and, and two texts on different sides of the, uh, of the coin um, coming in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930. Um, someone's saying, you guys have it backwards. No, no, you're, we're saying what you're saying. Going for it is playing it safe. Yes. Like that's statistically speaking, and, and if you were to look at all you know the numbers and just your – even if you're not a numbers person, you look at your track record of getting a foot on a football field – pretty good you know you're gonna do that most of the time instead of leaving it up to chance so going for it is playing it safe but mentally it's not and there are these like external pressures where you do have to say if you are the coach now some people will have the mindset and I would count myself among this of the person who texted in saying I stop believing in my coaches if they don't go for it because they don't believe in you right Uh, and I am right there with you but it does have to go through your mind of, all right, now I'm putting, it's, it's what Ken just said, I'm putting this on me. You know, I'm, I'm putting the attention on me. And, you know, yes, more so than five or ten years ago, people will say after the game, even if I don't get it, that I did make the right call in going for it, um, you know, which wasn't the case. So many years ago, I think right. of a, I think it was a Sunday night game, Colts and Patriots, Manning and Brady, and Belichick went for it, or maybe it was the other way around, but they didn't get it, and then yeah. everyone's just roasting them after the game, even though it was the right play. You know, if you you look at the numbers and your chances of going for it, it was the right play to make, but you get roasted for it because you're putting the game in your hands and, and you're saying, and this is what I love. This is what I really love about. McDermott right now about the Bills right now and their attitude toward playing this game it's what I love about anybody who has this approach to living their life is you're saying I I am not afraid to put this in my hands and, and win or lose even if the odds are against me I believe the odds are for me even if it's 50 50 either way I am going to be the person who decides my own fate. Yes. And that's what you're doing right there. You trust in your team. You trust in your guys. You're telling the people you manage on the field, hey, I believe in you. You can do this. And if you fail, I believe in you again. And that's the kind of person I want as a leader. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of person I want to be around. 
I, I want to be, yeah, be around someone that not only believes in themselves, but believes in the people around them and gives them the chance, again, to have control. I mean, someone says on here, if you had trust in your team, they could uh, win in overtime. You're, you're missing the point. You're giving the, the other team the ball back for 20 seconds. Don't forget that. And then you're letting a coin decide who has control in overtime in a sudden death overtime. There's no, you know, oh, well, you could just go in overtime and win. And then, you know, what happens in overtime? Like, all right, so you win the coin toss. Yes. Then you get the ball back, you know, maybe on your 25-yard line. Or maybe you're third, Maybe you have a great return. Maybe you get the ball back on the 50. And then you have to go 50 yards to score a touchdown. You're, you're asked to go one foot. One foot to get four one chances. Foot. There's get four a, chances. There's nothing simpler. There's nothing simpler. I, and I understand it didn't happen last night. But you're asked to go one foot on a football field. Not 50 yards, not 70 yards for a touchdown, not even 20 yards for a field goal and then extend it even further, right? I mean, that, right. if you really want to play it safe, you know, that's the, that's what you'd be doing, right? Um, you're asked to get one foot. And if, I mean, if you don't trust your team to get one foot, how do you trust them to go 50 yards in an overtime exactly. or, or win in an overtime? That's the... It's one foot, and if you don't trust your guys to do that, I mean, what do you what do you trust them to do? Right, uh, nothing. Right. I mean, what's the point of paying Josh Allen a ton of money? Nothing. What's the point of eating my Josh's Jacks in the morning and putting on my <laughs> Allen jersey and lighting my Allen candle and you know yeah. doing all this other stuff if I'm gonna say when there's a foot to go? Eh, yeah, can get you get off the there. field? Yeah, yeah. Get, get the kicker out there. Um, you know, I think he's uh, he's ready to make it happen. I, I think uh, again. I think it goes back to um, the players having the coach, having the leaders believe in them. Now you have that for twelve days, knowing yeah, our coach believes in us. Let's work on that. And hey, let's uh, next time the the ball's in our hand, we know he's going to give us the control. And that time, statistically, we'll get it back. I, I just think it's um, it, it, it can. If you're thinking about it in the way that, all right, the field goal is the safe way or, you know, to extend the game is the easy thing to do. That's the thing that we should do. You know, that's the right decision. I kind of think that you are in that camp. You're of that mind, right, of doing that in other walks of life. Oh, right? yes. if, if you're talking about that with a football game, I would imagine that you're probably thinking that with other decisions and everything else in life. Yeah. And we talk about that that safety mentality where you're kind of thinking about the worst possible outcome and then you're working your way down from that instead of assuming the best out of people. You know, saying that you're most likely to trust somebody else, that people are generally trustworthy to live up to your expectations – that's an outlook that I prefer on life. I, I wish I had it in front of me. It was funny. You know, I'm kind of stumbling upon this thought. And I had earlier this morning, it was a, a survey conducted by some university somewhere. They, you know, surveyed a whole bunch of people. And it is the different um, ways that people look at, you know, who people uh, trust in their handling of the pandemic and COVID what your attitudes are toward other people, your uh, fear of COVID for yourself versus your family, and you know whether you are vaccinated and wear a mask all the time, vaccinated and don't wear a mask all the time, unvaccinated and wear a mask all you know, and all these different things, and it kind of 
all fits into, you can look at people like, okay, so this person is, we call it cautious, and I guess there is, you know, there's value to being cautious about some things, but I think more and more what we're kind of teaching and fostering people to do is, you know, have this ultimate safety mentality that really is preventing you from boom, you know, <laughs> taking off and, and going and, and doing something and uh, achieving more or just having the feeling at the end of the day that your life is in your own hands. It's almost like being offended by something. You know, it's at the end of the day, your life is in your own hands. And if you decide to brush something off or ignore it or uh, let other people decide if that's harmful to them instead of you making that decision for them. Yes. I, it's almost kind of all fits in with that, right? And there's two ways of you know having that outlook. Yeah. You, you, are you the person that's just listening to someone else? and Or are you, again, taking matters into your own hands? I've always been the kind of person that I want to have the control when it comes to my life. You know, I want to control, uh, I want to control the outcome of my life. And I, I would think that if the question was posed like that on, the, on WBEN, Brian, that it would be more than 50-50 that people want control in their hands. They want to have the final say. And, and if if they fail, um, at least they know that it was it was something on them, and they had the control to either fail or succeed. And you know, I mean, you, you look at it in all contexts of life and all ages of life, right? I mean, it starts with when you decide to go to school. Did you go to the safe school, or did you, did you challenge yourself when you applied to school? Did you go for the safe job, or did you challenge yourself when you went out for for um, job opportunities? I mean, our whole lives we have these these options, and, and what do you do? Do you go with the safe choice, or do you challenge yourself? Do you take control and uh, and try to be successful? What's going on, Beck? Can people no, hear that on the have, radio? We don't have control of that, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like, what the, what's that guy uh, doing? What's his, uh, his safe option would be to uh, just have somebody else trim that branch on the tree with the chainsaw. His, his safe option would be to start at Building 100. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, what's going on. I don't, I don't agree with that, you know, on the football side of things. Like, uh, right decision, wrong play. Everyone knew it was Josh up the middle. I Listen, I... You can know it and still, right, everyone knew for the last 20 years that it was Brady up the middle on fourth and one. He yep. got it every single time. That's right. I mean, you look at that play, like everything went wrong on that play, and he was still like right there. I mean, he was still just a foot away. I mean, it's not like he went backwards or anything. I mean, the block wasn't there. Multiple His things had to go wasn't wrong for it to not work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, everything went wrong, and it was still – just you know close it was still almost right there so yeah i don't i don't think that was the wrong play call at all i i do not like that second text and people do this way too often and, and talk about your age and oh you're too young you don't have a lot of life experience i i do not like that text i'm just throwing that out there if you if you if you have a criticism be critical don't use the you don't use our age as as the criticism of what of what we're saying yeah but like what What's the? I, I don't well, even understand what the. Uh... Like yesterday, uh, this actually just brings up something that happened yesterday. Yesterday, someone said um, about the Music City Miracle. No, it was a it was a backwards lateral. Lateral, you're too young to remember. 
So you have to remember, <laughs> I'm watching the tape right now. I watched it live. I'm, I've watched the tape my entire life, the last 20 years of my life. I, 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 I hate that criticism. It's just something that irks me every time someone uses that as a criticism. I don't, I, well, I don't know what that's uh, supposed to mean. Young don't have a lot of life. Ex- is that supposed to mean that you take the safety approach the throughout you life? Get, you realize you're supposed to take the safe approach? <laughs> is that that doesn't seem to be a common ref- refrain. Do people like sit there, you know, in, in old age? And I'm too young to know this. Um, do people sit there, you know, when they're 90 years old, and like, ah, I wish I played it safer. Yeah. You don't hear that I've story a lot. I've never heard someone say that. Uh, you don't hear that story a lot. No. I, you know, I wish I, you know, would have just stayed in my lane a little bit more. I wish I wouldn't yeah. have gone off and take a chance. I wish I wouldn't have asked uh, that girl out, you know. It's just a little too uh, risky putting myself out there. I don't, do people say that? That's the first time I would have heard about that. Um, so I don't know if you have to, if, you know, I think experience might put you into the other, you know, right. or you realm look at of when you play, when you played it too safe and you say, wow, why did I play it safe there? Why did I leave this? Why did I not go back to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. Well, anyway, you know, it was a great game. If it would have ended up the other yeah. way, that would have been a game we're talking about all, uh, you know, forever. How are you feeling today? Because you usually take this day off. Yeah. I wish I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I usually do. It's I'm feeling all right. Tomorrow is going to be, you know, the tougher. It's always the day after it kind of hits you. Yes. You're able to, like, wake up, you power through a day, and then eventually, like, a day or two after that lack of sleep yeah. kind of uh, uh, warms up to you. I, you know, it, it's always, it's tough for me to put myself in somebody else's shoes because we get in pretty early. You know, the alarm is set for an early time in the morning, like it all happens pretty fast, you know, at three or whatever in the morning. (laughs) So when people talk about, oh, you know, it's so late last night and you have to be at work at like nine. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm always like (laughs) nine. Like I would I would be great at nine. I'd be peachy at nine o'clock. Like if I if I had to wake up at, you know, knew that ah the latest I could wake up is like eight, eight fifteen. Like, come on, sign me up. I'd be ready to go. No uh, no complaints, no uh, regrets. Days like yesterday, I have to set – I already set multiple alarms, but I have to set, like, five more alarms because, as happened today, I hit my watch snooze three times before I finally woke up. I got, um, I got you know, a little uh, bullied into putting the heat on. I, for only a brief period, it only Ooh. kicked on for a tiny bit. My uh, wife went up to bed. She didn't stay up for the full game, uh, and then she called me from the room she goes it says it's only like 60 you know whatever it was like 63 in the baby's room so can you want to turn the heat on for just a little bit and i know that like half of it was for our son but the other half was kind of for her of course you know um so i said oh yeah you know i guess we can do that so i got i got bullied into that it's it's turned off actually i'm gonna turn it off right now there it is <laughs> there it is well we'll be back tomorrow Probably feeling the effects of yesterday a little more. We hope you join us. David is next here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 